0: Hi! Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show Podcast. In this episode, we meet two men who will be joining the Winnipeg professional sports scene. First, Matthew Chandler, defender who was just signed by Valor FC, and then we'll talk to Glenn Yang, a guard who was signed by the Winnipeg sea Bears, who begin their first season in May. That's all coming up on the podcast. We're getting very close to the start of the Valor FC season. Just 10 days away, they open against York United, and today they added another player to their roster. Canadian defender Matthew Chandler joins the team after spending the fall of 2022 with the Wisconsin Badgers, serving as team captain. He's from right here in Canada, and he joins us now on the CGOE Sports Show. Matthew, welcome to Winnipeg.
1: Hi, thank you for having
0: me. So how did you end up signing with Valor FC?
1: Yeah, um, I just, uh, I got in contact with the coach and they were in need of a center back, so I came on trial and, you know, lucky for me, just worked out, so they decided to sign me.
0: How long have you been working with the team? Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now, yeah. What was your initial impression of of working with who was
1: here? Oh, it's been great, you know, um, All the players and coaches are really welcoming. It's a really high level, and training's always really intense and really competitive. So it's been a great experience so far, and I'm really looking forward to uh, getting going in the season.
0: Now, for you, growing up, there wasn't a Canadian pro circuit like this in Canada. In fact, really, when you started your university career at St. John's in New York, uh, that was before the CPL had started as well. So for you now to get a taste of pro soccer in your home country, what's that going to be like?
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, the league's come a long way. Um, obviously, like each year grows more and more in popularity and size and, and quality of play. So it's, it's great to finally have a, a good, decent league in, uh, in the home country for sure.
0: So you're from Toronto. They start against York United. Uh, is there any kind of going to be hometown rivalry there?
1: Yeah, a little bit. It'll be good to uh, go home and, and be, be the team that I'm from. That'll, that'll be uh, definitely a good good experience.
0: Are you going to have family there?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Family and friends come out, so it'll be a good show.
0: Describe your style of play.
1: Um, you know, I, I like to... Uh, I like to be on the ball. You know, I like to think that I'm I'm quite calm on the ball and I like to play. Um, and then, obviously, I can be quite aggressive at times, so it's good to mix it up here and there. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think that my style of play suits valor. I think we complement each other. And, um, yeah, it'll be good. It'll, it'll be uh, exciting.
0: Did you keep track much of the CPL when you were in university?
1: Um. I watched a few playoff games, to be honest, but for the most part, no, like with having the MLS in the States, I kind of watched that more, but um, obviously now I'll I'll have to stay more in tune with it.
0: Well, yeah, now that you're part of it, for sure. So uh, looking at uh, your university career then, you spent four years at, at St. John's and then you finished up at Wisconsin. Why the move to the Badgers?
1: Yeah, I think I just needed, you know, um a little change. Um I had a great experience with St. John's. Um David Mazur my head coach, you know, really developed me a lot and it was amazing, but I think I just needed um something different, something something else that obviously Wisconsin is a bigger school that provides more facilities and more exposure, so I think that I was just something something good, something different to have.
0: Now, what's the difference between living in New York City and living in Wisconsin?
1: Um, quite quite a big difference. I mean, New York City has everything, um, always something going on. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And then, obviously, uh, Madison, Wisconsin is more of a, a college town and really focused on on the Badgers. So, it was, it was a little a Took a little time to adjust and to get used to it, but um, both both cities are a lot of fun.
0: What's the biggest food difference between the two?
1: Uh, you have everything in New York, right? Um, I mean, used to go down to downtown and get some pizza or the local uh, the local corner shop, and just have everything in New York City. But I, I mean, I guess the cheese is pretty good in Wisconsin, so. Yeah, I'd say that.
0: Was there a danger of of eating maybe less healthy in Wisconsin because of the, the readily available cheese curds, et cetera?
1: <laughs> no, no. They they uh they feed us well at our, at Wisconsin, so stayed away from all the cheese.
0: Being one of the younger players on the team, you're you're twenty three, have you been told what your role is going to be on the, on Valor FC coming up? Are you going to be off the bench depth role starting? Do you know?
1: Um, I mean, I'm obviously I'm still, still fighting for a spot. Um, like a starting spot, you know, it can go either way. There's a lot of competition on the team. There's a lot of quality, so you never really guarantee a starting spot. Um, but you know, obviously coach has interest in me and, I just got to keep working every day and proving, you know, to him and to the team that, you know, I'll be a starter. And if that doesn't work out, then I'll I'll work even more to get there, you know, so.
0: Do you feel there's a disadvantage coming into it this late?
1: Um, I mean, obviously I got the guys had like a month or two before me. So, um, in terms of chemistry with, teammates and stuff like that i guess i would say i'm a little behind but um you know I, the last couple of weeks have been really good for me we went to vancouver for for a week during preseason and you know i got to know the guys a lot and it was good to uh get to know them and have that experience so i think i think um obviously it wasn't the best situation for me to come in late but i don't think it's uh too much of a setback So
0: what's it going to be like that first time you step out on the pitch in a CPL game?
1: I think it's going to be electric. I think it's going to be really fun. Energy is going to be there. I mean, a lot of anticipation. Everyone's really excited. So I'm really looking forward to it.
0: And do you know what number you're going to wear?
1: Uh, 15.
0: And is there any significance to that number?
1: No, it's just the one that they gave me. But, I mean, it's not a bad number at all.
0: Okay. There you go. Sometimes there's a backstory, sometimes there's not. So there you go. Well, Matthew, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for this. Best of luck with everything as you begin your pro journey.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: Earlier in the hour, you met the newest member of Valor FC. Now let's meet the newest member of the Winnipeg Seabirds, the Canadian Elite Basketball League team that announced last week. Their fourth signing as they put together a roster for their maiden voyage in that league. Glenn Yang, a 6'4 guard who spent his time playing pro ball in Europe and Asia the last few years after playing five seasons at Mount Royal University in Calgary. The 26-year-old currently overseas in China, and that's where I found him yesterday morning when we recorded this interview.
2: I'm actually in um, southern China. Um, I came to Hong Kong after my season. And my dad actually works in China right now, so uh, we're on a little vacation right before I head back to Calgary next week.
0: So this past season, where were you playing?
2: Uh, I was in Manila, Philippines, so I was there for seven, eight months. Um, Yeah, my team was uh, the Bay Area Dragons. We played in the PBA, which is the Philippine Basketball Association, and then we also played in the East Asia Super League, which... The top teams from all over Asia competed.
0: How'd it go for you?
2: It went went well. Um, It was my first time in the Philippines. Uh, It was a lot of fun. They love hoops out there, and uh, we ended up coming second in the PBA. Uh, It was our team was also a first year team, so um, you know management was happy with that. And then uh, in the EASL, the the Super League, we came third asia so overall it was it was successful for sure
0: so take us back to the early days of your your basketball life what initially drew you to the sport
2: um yeah it's a good question um actually no one in my family plays basketball so whenever I tell the story it's kind of funny um I used to be you know i played sports for sure like every kid growing up played hockey played soccer whatever you want to you know say but basketball just wasn't really there. And I was also a big video game nerd. And uh, eventually I just had this, this one coach um, who's, you know, been my coach ever since I was 10, uh, who came into my life and and he trained my brother and I, and we just got really competitive. And uh, eventually he's my brother stopped playing, but I just kept going with it. And, you know, I just love the competition, the ability. I think a big part of it was, you know, the ability to improve and just push yourself. So um, I just stuck with it, and and here we are. Were
0: you always a point guard?
2: Uh, I've been like a point guard, shooting guard, back and forth. Uh, I love all my favorite players have been have been point guards though. So uh, I'd say like majority of my life, I've been a point guard. But uh, I'd, I'd call myself a combo. You know, if I'm looking back at it.
0: Who were some of the players you looked up to growing
2: up? Oh, man. Steve Nash, for sure. Uh, Steve, for sure. Um, Derek Rose, uh, Kobe. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, I started liking a little, some more low-key guys like CJ McCollum, Drew Holiday, these these kind of combo guards. But Steve was there. Steve was definitely the first.
0: So tell us more about uh, where you grew up and, and where life took you as you went through the years.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, um, that, so I I was born in Vancouver, uh, and then when I was five, my family and I we moved to Hong Kong uh, for my dad's work. So we lived in Hong Kong for ten years. Um, my mom's family is from Calgary, so every summer we you know we we try and go back to Calgary, visit Canada, whatever. But I I lived and went to school in in Hong Kong in Asia until um, I was 15 and then I moved back to Calgary when I was 15 um, and then finished my high school there at Churchill, Winston Churchill High School uh, and then went to Mount Royal for uh, in their youth sports so at the time so I went to youth sports and then graduated and started playing pro. So
0: what was the biggest difference for you as a kid in Canada compared to as a kid in Hong Kong?
2: oh man uh athleticism physicality the size of the kids there's there's something in the the canadian diet you know that um just you can't compete with uh my friends joke that like i when i left hong kong and went to canada and you know i just that's when i started to grow and get bigger and stronger and the maple syrup and the milk and all that but um, it's definitely more physical. The kids are more competitive. I think uh, the culture of of basketball is definitely is uh, is higher for sure. And then I would also go to the states, um, you know, in the summers, and that was an even higher level. So um, I guess it was it was just fun jumping levels and, and seeing the competition.
0: We obviously like basketball in Canada, but it it is a it's bigger in East Asia, is it not?
2: it's popular for sure it's popular and, and you know i i played in hong kong and china before i went to the philippines and i was like oh these crowds are crazy you know they're intense but then in the philippines it's it's a completely different level like i had two ex-nba guys on my team miles powell and, and a canadian guy andrew nicholson and uh even they were saying like they had never experienced anything like it we had you know some of the rowdiest crowds ever um we had 55,000 people in our last game wow and yeah it was just it was intense man but um just memories for sure like life life experiences Uh, a lot of fun A a lot of trash talk from them uh some we understood some we didn't but uh overall we enjoyed it
0: how many languages can you speak
2: Uh, you know, I can speak one very well, and then the rest are I can speak I can speak decent Mandarin though, decent Mandarin, and then you know a little bit of uh some other you know a little Hong Kong. I speak Cantonese, so I speak a little Cantonese, and then you know the the amount of French that most Canadians can speak, and then I played in Spain a little bit, so a little you know a little bit of Spanish. But
0: coming to Winnipeg now, why did you want to come to the CEBL and why Winnipeg?
2: yeah so um the first part of your question cbl i've i've been wanting to play cbl pretty much since it was created um the year it started was the same year i graduated mount royal and um i mean it it didn't line up that year um and then the next year was the bubble but last year i I wanted to play and every year I wanted to play, but there was kind of just either I had an injury or it wasn't the right opportunity or something, you know. Um, but I always was interested in it. I have a lot of friends that played in it, and it's a great it's a great league. Um, I always stay, you know, tuned in, the product's high level. Um, so I always had interest in playing. And uh, Winnipeg just lined up, um, the, you know, Coach Mike. Taylor, he, he reached out to my agent and I, um, earlier on, like pretty, pretty much like right after he signed, he started reaching out, um, and showing interest and, uh, it was tough because obviously Calgary has a team this year too, but, um, they just didn't show the same amount of interest and communication and, and, and respect that, that coach Mike was showing. So, um instantly gravitated towards him you know he's taking it very seriously sold the team and he was telling me the plans for me and the team so um it was pretty much a a no-brainer to go to winnipeg
0: and the idea of you wanting to play in the cbl is it because you, you didn't have a there was no canadian pro league growing up now there is and because you have a lot of people in the league that you know
2: yeah i mean um I've, I've always loved Canadian basketball. Like, you know, I told you my favorite player is Stephen Nash. Like, I think Canada has so much to offer. And I think we have a lot of pros now, a lot of high-level pros. Wherever you go, you come across. You know, Canadian pros are respected wherever you go, um, whether it's Europe or Asia or, or in the States. Um, so I think CBL has been great uh, for everybody to showcase their talents again. Um, and I think it's just getting better. And then you know I want to compete against the best that that Canada has to offer and the states. You know a lot of a lot of fringe NBA G League guys go play in the CBL. Um, and then yeah, for sure, like guys that I know or grew up watching are also playing in it. So uh, that's definitely a, a appealing part of it.
0: How much time have you spent in Winnipeg in your life?
2: <laughs> Man, uh, I played yeah. So I played University of Manitoba twice in winnipeg and winnipeg university winnipeg i think they just came to mount royal and then i've been to brandon in the the cold winter so i think just twice man in my life and both of them were very cold experiences it's during u-sport season so like i've never been in the summer um i've been asking around though i've been trying to do my research so it sounds like it's much nicer in the summer
0: It is, I can tell you right now as we record this Wednesday morning, uh, our time, we are in the midst of a snowstorm on April 5th, and we got about, uh, I don't know, half a foot last night, and we're supposed to get another half foot or foot throughout the day today, so you're, uh, way
2: to sell it, way to sell the (laughs) city. Hey, you're
0: coming in May, right? So it'll all be gone by then.
2: Hope so. I'm hoping, and praying. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I've heard, I've heard great things. I've heard great things.
0: So between now and when you arrive, uh, what's the plan for you? Is it vacation? Then just start training.
2: Uh, yeah. So I'm kind of at the end of vacation, uh, time right now, just healing a couple injuries from the season. Um, but I head back to Calgary next week and pretty much will yeah, I'll start training my, my real training regimen probably next week. Um, kind of 5 weeks out. Coach told us he wants everyone there by May 15th, so uh that's kind of the timeline. So you're the
0: fourth player on the roster. Uh I guess you're just waiting to see who else is coming?
2: Um yeah, I mean there's rumblings about certain guys that will sign. Um a couple guys reached out that's, you know, told me they they might sign. They're they're talking to, you know, they're trying to figure it out. Um I feel like more Manitoba guys will probably show interest, but uh as of right now, I think it's it's just us four um but I'm sure Coach Mike has some stuff up his sleeve
0: lastly, what number are you
2: gonna be? um let's see. I've requested my favorite number uh I actually didn't even hear it back I might like, thanks for it. that's actually a good uh. Reminder, I might have to ask him again, but thir- 13 is my usual number. So, and why is that? Uh, you know, to re Steve, Steve is number 13. And then, you know, growing up, I was like, Oh, 13 a unlucky number for a lot of people, but uh, I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll create my own luck, I'll create my own luck, create my own lane. So, that was that was why I chose 13.
0: Awesome, Glenn. Well, I appreciate you making time for this interview today. Uh, best of luck with everything, and we'll see you when you get to Winnipeg next month.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places, I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again.
1: And thanks for all of this So sad that it should come to this We try to warn you all of You may not share
2: our intellect Which might explain your business.